Welcome to The Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shout-outs, fun facts, and weekly banner in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Well, welcome very much, uh, Dr. Lautenberg. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. We always start by just having the guest house introduce themselves briefly, tell the listeners where you are, who you are, and what you're doing right now. Great. Uh, Larry Lautenberg here. Uh, I uh, live uh, in Jupiter, Florida, in South Florida. I work at a level one trauma center in West Palm Beach called St. Mary's Medical Center. I've just crossed my 41st year of active uh, practice in trauma and critical care and I've uh, uh, been doing this for quite a while. Uh, made a lot of a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues, got into the rib plating sphere uh, many years ago uh, when uh, Tom uh, White and others started this up. have seen this uh, society grow from an infant to a mature uh, adult at this time. Happy to be here. It's amazing. Thank you so much again. I, we're having you on the show today to talk a little bit about why we should give back to CWIS because CWIS has given us so much. Well, um, giving back uh, is, is, has always been part of my philosophy uh, for growth in, uh, in surgery. Um, I can tell you over the 40 years, um, I've relied a lot on uh, friends who have become mentors and uh, mentors who have shown me the importance of uh, networking, uh, camaraderie, working together, learning together. Um, I was an early uh, uh, member of uh, many of the trauma societies. I've uh, been a member in East since 1996 uh, and have been involved with that. And I've always thought that uh, Things that I've grown to learn in my career have always been the result of others. And it's, it's not only me, it's my training, it's my mentors, it's my friends and my networking group who have sort of put me on the path to be successful. So the question becomes, and all of us are in that path, no matter how long we've been doing this, whether you've been doing it for 10 years, five years, or even 40 plus years. So all of us have to figure out, well, uh, what are we going to do to be able to give back to our mentors? And part of giving back is volunteerism, getting involved in the society, uh, volunteering your time at committee meetings, uh, at uh, the podium, at lectures, at all kinds of hands-on courses and things like that. But for me, uh, giving back turns out to be a lot more than that. I mean, I really think that, um, you know, if we all see some form of financial success in what we do, um, there's uh, really a part and parcel of this giving back has got to be to return some of your financial success. And, you know, in the beginning, uh, when I was younger, it may have been uh, $25, it may have been $50. But, you know, now, you know, as I'm older and, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, more along, it becomes, uh, it becomes important to me to uh, show part of my giving back as, uh, as uh, philanthropic donations. And, uh, you know, my feeling is for our society, we have all 
different types of surgeons and ancillary people involved in our society, everybody should give something. I think even somebody who's been out for one or two years should give 25 or $50 a couple of times a year just to get our copiers inflated so that we can do things like sponsor our residents or fellows to go to a meeting, to go to a CWIS meeting, to do a project if necessary, and to be able to promote exactly what we do. So I've always been very big on that. Um, I, you know, I, I tell you, I was thinking about this before the podcast today, and you know, any way you look at it, this pandemic has been hard for all of us. And some of us have been quite ill during the pandemic and others have not. But I can tell you, the one thing the pandemic has done for me is I haven't traveled, I haven't had a vacation, I haven't gone anywhere, I haven't invested in anything, I haven't really changed much. I think if we all looked at it, we could all find a bit of surplus funds somewhere throughout this hard year of doing nothing to maybe give back a little bit. And I, you know, I just really, I, you know, I, I, I really enjoy appealing, you know, and obviously I've always been, and, and those, those on the podcast that know me, I've always been running after these vendors and chasing them down the hall and telling them, you, you got to do this, you got to, but think about, <laughs> you know, think about this. You have these vendors come in your OR, you're allowing them to come in your OR, use, you use their equipment. You, you just have to think in your mind, how much money are these vendors making off of what we do? You need to go after the vendors. You need to go after the individual vendors that walk in your room. Hey, <laughs> you want to give a couple of hundred bucks to see what's to the fund on your own? Just do it. Help us. And I think that every avenue that we turn to all day long could be a potential opportunity. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, everybody needs to give 250, 500 or a thousand bucks every time you turn your hand. But, you know, I, I certainly think that if you, if you have the means, you ought to give something back. Um, uh, giving back with our volunteerism and our committees and working on all this is the big, is the big part. But this is not a small part. Philanthropy is not a small part in my mind. So, I mean, I give back to all the societies I'm in. I give back to the universities that I've been at and the programs I've been at. And I, I feel it's just part of, a little part of what I can do. That's how I look at it. Well said, sir. You're, you're making me feel guilty because I haven't given Sarah any money. <laughs> and you will now. Don't you worry. Good, the website working. is ready and waiting, <laughs> Dr. Christo. <laughs> so, so, for now, when, when you hear me on the meetings, or you hear Sarah go, oh, Dr. Lottenberg just challenged everybody. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, I, I intend to keep challenging everybody. Let's put it that way. If, if I do want to donate or if anyone else wants to donate, how, how exactly do they do that? So when you head to the website, there is right in our header line, it, it, there's a clear message that says you can donate to us here. 
Um, I would also mention on our um, summit form, there is a spot where if you uh, need to call upon these funds, you know, if, if you're in a hardship situation and would like to request some support for help with your registration or, or other things, we, we do like to, to help support our members when, when they're going through a tough time and, and need some, some help out to be able to take care of registration or, you know, if it's, if it's difficult to, if you're planning to, to come on site, but, but having a little bit of a challenge, you know, let us know what that looks like as well. We, we definitely um, want to, to support our kind. So let us know if you can support or let us know if we can support you. Well, what else is on our agenda today? We, I want to talk about journal clubs because I am so excited. Dr. K um, or had the fortitude to start up a journal club in his area, and I want to challenge other people to do the same. So he, Tuesday night, yes, Tuesday night this week, um, he started a journal club in his area and, and had a, they uh, had some, got together for some dinner and discussed a couple articles and um, chest wall injury related articles. And uh, I, I just think that's really cool. I'd love to see more of our members do that. That's a really cool opportunity. And if, if you decide you want to start up a journal club in your area, let me know. I'll send you some swag that you can you can uh, give away and hopefully we can we can generate some some cool enthusiasm there because um, I think that that's always well, fun. So you know, we, we, we run a journal club every every month for trauma and I, I, you know, every couple of months we try and uh, do a little something on ribs. So I can tell you for next month's journal club, I've already picked the first article that's going in, which happens to be the newly published article by doctors Kay and Bauman on surgical stabilization of rib fractures combined with cryoablation. So we're, we're putting that paper into our journal club for next month for discussion amongst a couple of other articles that Sarah and others have been kind enough to include on the Slack line. That is fantastic. Yes, for anyone who um, has not kept up to date on on the literature channel within um, Slack, uh, I try to post, post things that members have published as of late. If you have published something and it hasn't made it on the injury, uh, or excuse me, on the literature channel, um, let me know because I'd be happy to post it there. Um, or if you if you ever have questions about um, different publications that have come out recently, happy to help you um, bird dog those and we can find them. Please. So um, we've never really explored having a CWIS uh, journal club, which uh, I just I don't understand why that wouldn't be a great idea. So maybe we need to uh, to get someone. Uh, maybe maybe we ask for some someone to volunteer to to organize that and to take ownership of that once a month. We could have an evening Zoom meeting and we could talk about relevant articles. Um, that would be one idea. The other would be, why couldn't we join Larry's Journal Club or Adam's Journal Club or our Journal Club? And to facilitate that, could could CWIS publish a list of journal clubs and how to get linked into them? Uh, Larry, can you think of a reason why somebody from outside your institution couldn't? No, I, you, you could and you could get CMEs. We give CMEs locally and we could give people CMEs, I'm sure. I could get that set up if you guys were interested in doing that. Well, let's start with that. Why don't we publicize Larry's Journal Club for next month's Journal Club amongst our, our membership, and let's see if we if people will join in and, and participate. I think that'd be a great start. Yeah, send me the details. I'll post it on the, the literature channel, and then uh, we'll get people dialed in, and then let's, let's figure out who else has a Journal Club running that they're discussing chess wall-related articles, and we'll... Uh, 
we'll start it up. Very exciting. That sounds great. Yeah. As far as other cool things going on, the summit is just plowing ahead. We are 35 days away, which does not sound like enough days away for, for my liking. Um, I do want to give a huge shout out to um, the University of Nebraska Medical Center. We have uh, finalized our partnership on um, CME with them, which is great. Um, and so we we have established this new relationship and I am so pleased. So um, thank you to um, Dr. Bauman and, and his team and the, the CME team for making that happen, as well as the program committee for just being instrumental in, in making that, that happen. So um, we'll have more details forthcoming. And if you happen to be um, a speaker or content contributor, um, watch for your forms because you'll be needing to complete them very, very quickly because we only have 35 days. <laughs> That's not, not enough days. Um, so if you have not registered, the time is nigh. This is, this is a good opportunity. Dr. Wright, anything else you can think of? Um, we've done a nice job of getting our pre-recorded sessions scheduled, so that's all going to go well. Um, delighted about the new CME news. We we landed another large sponsorship this week, so that's that's good. Our corporate partners have really come through, and it's going to be nice to have them there. Um, it seems like forever since we interacted with them. We should mention that specifically. So we have KLS Martin, Depew Synthes, and Acumed all as titanium supporters. We have Zimmer Biomet as a gold supporter, and we have Atricure as um, a silver supporter. So we are just very, very pleased with, with the contributions from our industry partners and very grateful for their support. That really does fund the meeting and, and the education efforts that we're putting forward. So thank you very much to those organizations. Dr. Lautenberg, I'm not sure if you know what the final stitch is, but it's, uh, it's how we end our Fracture Line show. We just say anything that's on our mind. It has. It does not have to be anything clinical. It could be you and your wife just got in a big fight and you want to get it off your chest. Well, no, I was, uh, <laughs> I was just going to walk inside and get somebody that uh, Tom and Sarah might want to meet. So uh, if you just hang out one second, uh, I'll be right back. Please do. <laughs> I got to tell you, this is not a puppy anymore. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Bella, say hi to everybody. Oh, wow. She's a total monster. We gotta oh, get her. We love her. We love her. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Sarah Ann, you have any uh, final stitch? My final <clears throat> stitch. So my final stitch is a little bit random. For those that don't know, I, I tend to be a little bit of a political wonk. Tuesday, it was um, the Thanks. National Freedom of Information Day, which... I recognize not everybody may have celebrated, but it's actually National Freedom of Information Day because it's James Madison's birthday, and he um, he believed that that all Americans should have complete transparency to to how government worked, and so you know this is the perfect time to to file your your FOIA request for your Freedom of Information Act, you know, information. If there's anything you want to know, this is the week because. <laughs> In honor of, of James Madison's birthday, you should do that. You're welcome. Well, thanks, Little piece thanks of for the education. Know about this I, week. Dr. White? Yeah, thanks. Hey, I came into the, the discussion today without one prepared. I had several, and they kind of fell through. Uh, but I, but I know, I know what's, uh, I know what I want to talk about. It's, it's Dr. Lautenberg. Larry, Larry's been a, a stalwart champion of this idea of bringing a group of surgeons together to talk about 
their mutual interests at the for the betterment of their patients. And my friendship with Larry is is extremely valuable to me. The day I heard that he died and came back to us uh, was was a memorable day, and I. Um, I, I have a hard time talking about it because it chokes me up. But anyway, we've fished together. We've done fun things together. And I hope there are many more fishing days in our future. So, Larry, thanks for your help today. You got it. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks, everybody. It was great to have you. 